Hello there, beautiful people. I am back on the air. So today I am on part two of the Overcoming Addiction series. So today I wanted to talk about why people stay stuck. And there are a variety of different reasons why people stay stuck when it comes to addiction. And remember, I was saying addiction is not just drugs, because a lot of times that's the first thing people think about. It can be a variety of different things. It can be materialism, alcoholism. It can be something as simple as caffeine, social media, um, all type of different things. And I mentioned that in the first recording. So today I'm going to do a little different than what I did yesterday. I had gave you guys the scriptures at the end. So today I'm going to give you, I think I have two. I am in um, the book of Romans chapter eight, verse 31, and I'm going to read 32. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Now I want to take us to the book of John, uh, chapter 15, verse 4. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye accept ye abide in me. And I had told you guys I was going to start breaking them down for you, which I promise I'm going to start doing that. But let me get to my message, um, why people stay stuck. And I really do believe that one of the reasons why people stay stuck in addiction is because they base their thought patterns on lies. And a lot of times people think that whatever happened in their past, that there's no way that they can... Um, correct their mistakes or they may live in regret of some things that they wish they would have done or they may not be happy with where they are and I think a lot of times people compare themselves to others and that is something that I definitely don't do um, years ago when I didn't know any better you would look at somebody and look at the things that they have and you want those things, you know, it's just like looking at somebody marriage and you're thinking like, oh man, it seems so happy together then behind closed doors. You don't know what's going on. And I always say, be careful asking for things that appear to be a certain way and you don't really know how things are 100%. And a lot of times in our minds, we get, have that stronghold and we have things holding us back because we believe in lies. But I want you guys to see yourself like God sees you. You know, God sees you from a po positive perspective. And a lot of times we see ourselves in negative things. And and it's an enormous lie that contributes to addiction. You know, is that you can fix the flesh with the flesh, but you cannot fix the flesh with the flesh. I'm going to say a lot of stuff and you are going to say, what is she doing? She all over the place. But I'm going to do my best to get to this series. But Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 10, we do not war according to the flesh. The flesh cannot fix the flesh. Yes, you might try to manage it and that might work for a while, but you can never fix a sin problem with your sinful flesh as the cure. Um, now, this is what you must do is to go first and foremost to the truth of God's word. And it is his truth that sets you free. It is his truth that breaks through and brings life. His truth unravels the lies that have you bound in a stranglehold of suffering and keeps you stuck in your sin and its consequences. So um, I want to share a few things with you guys that 
there's a variety of different other reasons why you're stuck too, not even just the lies, because you were dealing with a physical, you're dealing with a physical and emotional dependencies at play along with, with our limiting beliefs and subconscious programming that factor into why it's so hard for many people to quit their addictions. And I'm going to say that again. I'm going to try to say it in a different way, that it's a physical and emotional dependency. It's like you're depending on it because you don't want to face a reality, you know. And then also, um, a lot of people are stuck on addiction because of mental and emotional pain that they're experiencing. And also, um, they're not even being mindful of the people that's impacting them in their lives because if you trying to break this addiction no matter what it is you should be centering yourself around someone who is not doing it because a lot of times we're influenced by others so there's a, a lot of different reasons why people stay stuck you may want to get out but you keep centering yourself around the wrong people or continue to do it instead of really truly seeing yourself like God sees you and um, also Another reason why people stay stuck is that they don't want to face reality to do the work. Instead, they indulge in self-pity. And I know that um, it's a lot of different reasons, but we have to rely on God's word and see ourselves like God sees us. And the spirit enables us to discern and receive truth. You know, if you read John 16, 7 through 11, you know, you'll kind of understand what that means. And the spirit helps us to do what Jesus Told us to do in John 8, which is to continue in my word. The term continue means to hang out, abide, meaning to stay. Stay into God's words to continue to fight the good fight of faith. And um, I'm going to encourage you to get out there and get some help because a lot of times when we try to fi um, fight flesh with flesh and, and try to do it on our own, we can't. I'm going to encourage you, if you are addicted to anything, to get the help that you need. Rather, you have to go through your job, the employee assistance program. Um, um, of course, get in a faith-based church. You want to continue to pray and see yourself like God sees you. But I also want you to get up and get the help that you need and, and uh, just continue to pray daily, put in the work, do the work so that you can be a better version of yourself. And I have a couple of questions before I close. How successful have your fleshly efforts been for overcoming your addiction? And uh, when I say fleshy efforts, meaning your own flesh, trying to do it on your own, you cannot do this without the help of God. And you have to do the work. You know, they say faith without works is dead. So you're going to have to get up and do something. You know, so I'm going to ask that question again. How successful have your fleshly efforts been for overcoming your addiction? Um, and also the next question is, what is a better approach? And I gave you guys that approach. Um, you have to see yourself like you guys see. You, you cannot fight flesh with flesh. It's not going to work. You're going to need the word of God, and you're also going to have to put uh, your effort into action by getting the help that you need by seeking help from others. 
and uh, so that you can change and become a better version of yourself. So anyway, that is it. That's all I have for this recording. Um, tomorrow, I will be speaking on allow the spirit to dominate your thoughts. And, um, and tomorrow will be the last part of this series. I hope you guys are getting something out of it. Like I said, they are, there are addictions out there. And I know a lot of times we aim for drugs, but there are other addictions that people look to. But I want to encourage you to get the help that you need. Get out of your self-pityness because a lot of times these addictions affect us. And people think, oh, this is minor. This is nothing. Um, even if I'm talking about I'm going to go to weed. You know, a lot of people think they have all these different type of um, um places they're putting them these dispensaries some of everywhere and people are literally smoking this stuff every single day and um as a way to calm themselves to feel better i understand people doing it for medical reasons but what about those that's doing it consistently throughout the day in the morning when they come home on the weekend chain smoking and all of that um, I even looked that up. That has side effects to it, especially if you become addicted to it. It has you in a form of depression. It's not just going to keep you calm and relaxed. It's going to make you moody, uh, mood swings, uh, hallucinating, all type of different things out there. So be careful what you put in your body. And I just want to encourage you to continue to fight the good fight of faith, but trust God and put him first. Uh, try not to lean on any type of addiction, brother. It's drugs, caffeine, um, even shopping, you know, just overspending and, and being in a negative for those that like to do that. Shopping all the time and you living above your means because of an addiction, cluttering, different things like that. There's so many di different addictions out there. Get the help that you need before it's too late. And remember, we're all praying for you guys. I know I am, and I have my little prayer warriors that's praying also. And I know you can get through this, but it's going to take effort on your part. And um, that's it. That's all I have. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. God bless you and your beautiful families. Until then, I will see you guys tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye. We'll talk to you tomorrow.